0: Hey, everybody, it's The Rewind for the uh, week of June 13th, 2021. Mm, Eating a delicious apple. You know what occurred to me, Nathan? What's that, Paul? Oh, I'm Paul. That's Nathan. I've never heard anyone open a podcast eating an apple. Yeah. I want us to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. First podcast to eat an apple while opening the show. Here we go. Watch this.
1: I don't know if that's... If that's been done already. mm No? mm You think that we uh, we got the record here?
0: I think it's so stupid that nobody would look into it.
1: Guinness Book of World Records, what a farce. hmm Gotta say that. Anything can be a record now. It's just, it's it's lost its appeal. It's golden shine. I like that you think there was an appeal to begin with.
0: <laughs> All right, let well, me finish this. Let me get rid of this apple. I need to be <laughs> professional here, Nathan. we got a show to do. Yeah, I guess we do. People. People demand I have a clean voice. Do they? Uh, and I have
1: mm, and I have
0: chunks of apple
1: everywhere. I don't demand that. I don't understand mm. why that would mm. allow others to demand that of you. I think one day I'd like to
0: eat an apple in stereo. You know, just have like, uh, you know, the, the, the new thing now with the kids is the ASMR. Have you heard of this? Don't know what that stands for. The idea is that uh, people will talk like really closely and loudly into a mic. they'll be like, Hey, Nathan, you're, uh. You're listening to the ASMR podcast. I'm going to eat an apple now. And no word of a lie. Somebody will just like drink soup or eat an apple really closely into a microphone. And kids will like listen to this and fall asleep. Or some claim they have the hairs in the back of their neck stand up. Like apparently it, um, I don't want to say it turns them on or something, but like it causes a reaction that is apparently very, I don't know so anyways if i were to do an asmr right now for the kids listening that and they really want to if we have
1: kids listening uh yes you know
0: maybe they're a lost cause but but regardless i'm gonna attempt an asmr apple eating so nathan maybe just you know close your eyes open your ears get ready for this okay all right here we go nathan i'm now gonna eat an apple
1: It's the most awkward bit of radio I've ever done with you.
0: Is it causing your, um, is it causing the hairs on the back of your neck to, uh, stand up?
1: (sighs) Not on my neck.
0: Maybe I gotta take a bigger one. Hold on, maybe the bite wasn't big enough. Here, let me try this one. Yeah, I'm gonna make this one really juicy. By the way, if I ruin this $400 microphone doing this, I think it's worth it. Hold on.
1: (laughs) This is not becoming of you, Paul. (laughs) I find this very unprofessional. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nathan. We gotta fuck, fuck this. We gotta do the news.
1: Yeah, we do.
0: All right, Nathan. Enough of this silliness. With silliness. People demand a professional show with, uh, with real stories and all that nonsense. I'm prepared to give them one. Are you? Oh, yeah. You know what? That's right. Uh, you had mentioned to me before the beginning of the show that this was going to be, I don't remember how you phrased it, but but you were like, this is going to be the funniest episode ever because every story flows together.
1: Yeah. Today's show is, is going to be epic. There's no, no qualms about that. Well, who would have a qualm about it? <laughs> I've found the best of everything I've ever spoken about. Mm-hmm. And you will be impressed and the world will be impressed.
0: I mean, that's a high bar. I'm happy for you to meet it. Yeah, I'm a high bar hitter. Let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's uh, first first story, you know, impress me, wow me. All right. I don't know how you're going to top the hilarious ASMR apple
1: eating that I opened the show with, but try. Well, let's, uh, launch. let's launch in today's Odyssey with an explosive one-two punch. Okay. An explosive one-two punch of diarrhea. Okay. Very good. HuffPost.com reports that uh, NBC has indefinitely paused production of its upcoming competition show, Ultimate Slip and Slide. Reportedly, after multiple people on set came down with diarrhea, where up to 40 crew members fell violently ill. People were collapsing and being forced to run into porta-potties due to awful explosive diarrhea, cited a person with knowledge of the production. (laughs) Spokesperson. Spokespeople for NBC did not immediately respond to a a request for comment. However, it was confirmed that a shutdown began on June 2nd, and that at least one crew member tested positive for Giardia. And I have no clue what that is. It's a Pokemon. Uh, But it is a parasite that can cause diarrhea. So, you know, diarrhea parasite. Imagine that your show was not shut down
0: because of COVID, but because of explosive diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. That, if that doesn't
1: say returning back to normal, I don't know what does. (laughs) And it's a show where, you know, contestants, they, they slide down this giant, like wet slide. And if you have explosive diarrhea, while that's happening, I can, I can gather why it's being shut down. (laughs) Well, Mm -hmm. from poop to pee, I'm just getting warmed up, Paul. (laughs) Um, I hope your pee's not being warmed up. No, no, no. But it's always warm when it comes out. Everyone's is. It's just how the body is, Paul. <laughs> Come on, grade nine biology class. You knew that as much as I did.
0: You, you your ninth grade biology class uh, focused on pee and pee warmth.
1: Let's let's not distract. Let's just move on forward, Paul. Uh huh. A brutally honest realtor um, described a urine saturated Colorado home on the market for almost six hundred thousand dollars as a little slice of hell. Having profanity scrawled on walls and a fridge filled with rotting meat, Huff, HuffPost.com reports that realtor Mimi Foster said this that uh, this dilapidated five-bedroom, four-bathroom Colorado Springs home adorned in spray-painted sayings like suck my ass and feces stuffed in drawers is a pretty hot commodity right now. Foster told local news channel Denver 7 that she had received 16 written cash offers in the past 24 hours of the house being on the market. I list vacant houses all the time. I have not seen this kind of hysteria, even in this market, she explained. And yet there's vastly fewer listings than usual and most houses are selling as is and people aren't asking for anything. She said in regards to closing costs or major fixes, come feast your senses. She concluded, do not go Uh, On the back deck and do not open the freezer in the basement Were some of her warnings.
0: Well, (laughs) if you recall a couple episodes back, I I think spoiled meat is a plus now. Yes. So that actually might be working in the house's favor. And as someone who just went through home buying, I'm kind of not surprised. Would you have bought your home if it had rotten meat in it? Uh, You know what? We we got to the point where we would have taken uh, a home that was on fire because it, it would have been available. Wow. Right. So I, I don't, I understand where people are coming from. Although if you do look up the pictures of this house, it is, um, it's a mess. As you said, it's dilapidated. Yeah. Yeah. But nothing, a little paint and some wallpaper can't fix paint. Maybe a, maybe a flamethrower too. No. Imagine it's so bad out there that somebody uh, takes a house that has suck my ass written on the wall and they, (laughs) and they offer what asking or whatever at it (laughs) on it. That's incredible. It's incredible we've come this low. We've gone this low, come this far.
1: Whatever. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> with our current legal situation in mind, Paul, uh, I thought it would be fitting to spin the bottle on our moral views. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where will
0: the bottle end? I wonder.
1: <laughs> I wonder that All too. Right. Every day. Why do we have such a hate on for the rat, Paul? <clears throat> Why not lift them up and celebrate them like this little guy? Okay. Audi.com reports that as we know, rats don't often get a lot of praise. Despite their surprising level of intelligence and decently clean hygiene, people consider them nothing but vermin to be eradicated. But even the most ostracized of creatures can become a hero. Okay, Uh, Magawa, an African giant pouched rat, is one of them. Instead of roaming through sewers, Magawa has spent the last five years in Cambodia detecting landmines. After his discovery... After discovering 71 landmines and finding 38 pieces of the unexploded ordnance, Magawa is now about to retire from the line of duty. Uh, Magawa is trained by Belgian nonprofit Apopo, which is a website dedicated to training detection animals. And you should go there, by the way, and check this place out because it is amazing. But you can actually donate to further their campaign in support of future Magawas on this site. And I even went to another link here and I had a picture of this, of this kid named uh, Sil- Sila, I uh-huh. think, who had picked up a cluster munition thinking it was a toy. And the whole, the whole thing is like, just, you can stop that from happening by donating to these rats who save lives. So M-
0: Magawa, because they, they have the funding, when that kid picks up that cluster of munitions, Magawa in slow motion yeah. jumps up and with his little tiny rat teeth pulls the, pulls the bomb out and, you know, then does a little barrel roll and throws it. Yeah. And then like in Die Hard 2, it just explodes mid-air. Is this what you're saying? That's exactly
1: what's happening here. Okay. You know, they're, they're, they're heroes, and, and proudly, they're they're called hero rats. Actually,
0: to think that Rat Bomb had just been getting it wrong the whole time—you know—that that instead of killing these things, we should have been, uh, like you said, propping them up. I think so. How does the how do you even train a rat to do anything? How does it know? Do you have any details about how the rat knows what is an explosive and what is just like a can?
1: Well, because I'm the best um, news getter in the world, I didn't do any reading, uh-huh. so I'm gonna think. Uh, I don't know, you just, you just put them out in the field and, you know, Oh, Hey, have a whole bunch of other rats watching it. Uh-huh. And every time that one rat blows up, those other rats will know not to go there. So it's just, it's trial. So you went as far, you
0: went as far as going to the donation page, but you didn't actually, the question of how they do it didn't bother you whatsoever. You didn't No.
1: Okay. Well, they're just rats, right? So they make a lot of babies. So you could like lose a whole bunch of them and at some point they'll get smart.
0: You're basically proposing that it's like World War Z. They just like all roll up in like a big, big like wave of rats and the bombs just explode. And then I guess the explosion is like muffled by the mass of rats rolling over top of it. This is what I'm imagining Magawi or Magoo
1: is doing. I'm going to quote the website, just a small little paragraph here. Okay. Finally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Without urgent help, injury and loss of life is a real possibility. Okay, Paul. Uh, it is vital that Apopo continues the operational deployment of the next generation of hero rats in Cambodia. But we need your help to support the ongoing costs for our demining teams, which is $15,000 per month. Yet we face financial pressure like never be- before with face-to-face events, fundraising challenges, and activities canceled over the past year. See, even the, even, even the hero rats are being affected by this pandemic, which is just, just it's, it's, it's sad. It's just sad. One last question before we move
0: on. Did you did you find out about this in an email that came to your inbox labeled like urgent,
1: please help hero rats? No, no, but I did sign up for their newsletter.
0: Hello, I am the president of Apopo and please send me $200 million <laughs> so that I can save the
1: hero rats. No? Not at all. Just wanted to check. Just looking out for you. I'm looking out for the first newsletter in my in- inbox there.
0: It is a strange turn of events for our show where we were very pro-rat killing and now we might've realized that we misjudged rats entirely. It's an, it's incredible.
1: I've seen the air of my waste ball.
0: I'm not going to admit to any wrongdoing on myself, uh, mostly because I would, I might perjure myself in court. So I'll, I'll refrain from saying anything. Nathan, let's move
1: on. Well, I, I don't know if I'm going to top that story, but I'm going to try with this next one. Uh, huffpost.com reports that a man has been rescued after two days being stuck inside a giant fan, at a California vineyard. <laughs> the man was discovered Tuesday by a deputy responding to a call about a suspicious vehicle parked near the winery in Santa Rosa. The deputy saw a hat on a piece of farming equipment then found the man stuck inside the shaft of a vineyard fan. Firefighters were called in to rescue him. The man indicated he'd like to take pictures of the engines of old farm equipment, the statement said. After a thorough investigation, which revealed the farm equipment was an antique, the man had far more menathema, Metaphentamine metafetamine metafen- mm-hmm. you know what ecstasy it's x ext- ecstasy i think <laughs> then camera equipment anyways he had more drugs than camera equipment right the motivation to climb into the fan shaft remains a total mystery needed uh, some medical treatment but he's expected to make full recovery unfortunately
0: well hey and i made the same point earlier in the show isn't it isn't it just a sign that we're going back to normal that, that, you know, rather than the sadder stories that we had when we restarted the show of people, yeah, you know, yeah. not being able to go to the world's biggest penis museum. And
1: I was really heartbroken about that.
0: I think a daughter found her mom. Uh, she'd been keeping her in a fridge for 20 years. Yeah. Now people are out there again, you know, getting stuck in fans and <laughs> letting rats I don't know, disarm bombs and I don't even remember what the first three stories were, but, but I think they were a hoot and a holler. Point is we're back, everybody. We're
1: back. It's always a hoot and a holler. We're back. Society is back. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about buttholes, Paul. Finally. Audio.com reports that a kitten has been born without a butthole. <laughs> I wish I had a breaking news drop that I could just throw in right now. But I'll work on that for the next show. Well, Dora? A little black and brown. Dora's shell kitten from Toronto, Canada, who where I live, uh, who was born sometime in April, had worried, uh, worried her uh, caretakers at the Annex Cat Rescue when the little kitten developed a bout of constipation and started vomiting. According to the rescue foster program coordinator, Jacqueline Chan, it's not unusual for rescued kittens to initially refuse to poop. So Dora was taken to the vet. While there, the doctor's reaction took her by surprise when little Dora was looked at When the veterinarian was examining her, looking for her anus to take a rectal temperature, she turned to me and said, Jacqueline, I don't think this kitten has an anus, recalled Chan. It was clear that urgent measures were needed to save Dora's life. The good news is is, uh, that there was a way the vets could give Dora surgery and graft her an anus of her very own. And so she got one and lived happily ever after.
0: Uh, again, I must ask if you did any follow-up on this because I have some questions. Like, did she have the, sh- this is a technical term, Nathan, so please don't laugh at this. Did she have a shit pipe already there and it just needed the hole or did they, or did they have to create like, you know, you can put a hole in anything. doesn't mean it's going to yeah, actually, it's going to work. <laughs> I have a lot of questions that I'd like answers. Did you at least look into this? You just say that you can put a hole in anything. (laughs) You can put a hole in anything. I have it on good authority that with the right (laughs) tools, Nathan, you can put a hole into
1: anything. Uh (laughs) Why would you even ask me a question like that? Of course, the is going to be no to everything I do. I just want to maybe even
0: instill a touch of curiosity in you. So the next time you read about rats that are disarming bombs or cats that are getting buttholes, you think to yourself, wait a minute. Paul might wonder how this happens. I'm going to look into this a little bit more (laughs)
1: instead of drinking old Milwaukee. Well. Which is what you do regularly. Look, I just, okay, Paul, if we're going to talk about putting holes in things, sure. You know, you got a kitten. There should be a hole somewhere. There isn't. So you just, you can make a hole. Just do something sharp. Take it and make a hole. I don't want
0: to know how you think it happens. I just want the scientific explanation for it.
1: Oh, I don't know. Yeah. That's what I figured. You'd have to graph, graph a bumhole on something I'm sure you can do that
0: well uh, give me one more. give me one more nathan <laughs> give me the last one
1: i got two stories okay oh all right you pick uh-huh either a guy's shooting a dog because he's protecting his duck friend okay or some guy got swallowed by a whale oh both are
0: pretty good uh the guy at the whale was he with a uh, talking cricket and a little wooden boy Do kids even know what that means, by the way? Like, I know I say these references because I I still think we're doing the show in like 2007 where Pinocchio (laughs) might be something that someone knows. Does does any child know what Pinocchio is anymore? I know children should be listening to this. I get
1: that. I was about to say that.
0: Give me the the whale. I'm curious about the whale story.
1: Me too. I didn't read it, so I'm going into it just straight up. (laughs) I'm just shocked by that. I'm
0: just shocked by it, Nathan.
1: (laughs) I would have found a better website. Uh huh. Times dot com. Uh huh. Stupid. Is that like a newspaper or something? First off, <laughs> who does newspapers anymore? Isn't everything like on on your phone? I don't think to understand things. Anyways, in Provincetown, mm. wherever the hell that is, yep. A little before eight a.m. Friday, veteran lobster diver Michael Packard entered the water for his second dive of the day. His vessel, the <laughs> J-N-J J-A-N-J a Dumb Dumb name It was off Harry Cove Beach And surrounded by A fleet of boats Catching striped Uh Bass <laughs> The water temperature was <laughs> Does
0: it, anyone listening Does any of this Make sense to you Because I'm It sounds like Chinese at this point What are you saying <laughs> to the story
1: here if you just listen to me All right. for once uh, okay, okay?
0: <laughs> that's the problem I'm trying to listen to you for
1: once well, the water temperature was above <laughs> 60 degrees okay visibility about 20 feet
0: this guy was a licensed commercial lobster diver well <laughs> <laughs> there goes our peabody it literally means he plucks lobsters off the sandy bottom Well, listen, everyone, thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Rewind. I don't know what's
1: happening
0: anymore. Nathan, thank you. Audience, thank you. Gosh. I'm just going to roll right into the <laughs> outro. You keep telling the story. Maybe maybe the two will sync up uh, before
1: I finish. Look, The ocean food chain was in full evidence, uh-huh. but about 10 feet from the bottom, Packard suddenly knew what was truly felt to be a part of the chain. Go on. He was swallowed whole by a humpback whale. That's not nice. Well, we
0: know that. You told
1: him. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's
0: just. Did he get out? He did. All right. Thank you. So listen, everyone. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Rewind. Nathan. Thank you, audience. Thank you. Uh, you can of course find us on Apple. I quit. No, no. You're, you're stuck on. The, you're doing this for life. Um, you're gonna keep doing this until you learn to read these stories, Mister. <laughs> Uh, You can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, uh, Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts, wherever uh, podcasts are found. Like, subscribe, comment, whatever the kids do now. Just uh, tell a friend is really what we're asking. Let let (sighs) them listen to this uh, and then try to make sense of it as we just did for the last half hour. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at I Love the Rewind. Um, and Nathan, listen, for next week I'm going to give you some homework, or for, for next episode I should say. Alright. Uh, find out how uh, if the cat had a, a, a shit pipe that was able to then be converted into a hole Alright. Um, I want to know how the rats find the bombs um, and then somehow figure out a way to remove the memory of that whale story from my mind. <laughs> okay, figure out how to, you know that, that movie Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, I would like to just get a just give a card to people being like, Paul, can no longer hear about the whale story. It made no
1: sense. Please do not mention it around him. I'm about to make a twenty five dollar donation. I'm making an impact. I can get inspiring stories about art about their life saving missions straight to my inbox. Great. Okay. Well some good came of this episode, thank you. I we. can adopt a hero. I can adopt a rat. Really? What? Does it mean like I can get a rat shipped to me that knows Yeah. Knows a thing or two about landmines? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly
0: it. All right, well, we'll figure out what happens with Nathan and his rat next time uh, on another episode of The Rewind. But for now, we bid you adieu.